Welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders Podcast. It's time to learn from Ryan and Lucas how to become a short-term rental property host and start a successful vacation rental business. Get ready to learn and be the best host you can be. And now your hosts, Ryan and Lucas. Hey, this is Ryan. And this is Lucas. Hey guys, we're back again. Another episode of Vacation Rental Insiders. Uh, today, we are going to actually touch base on a topic that was covered kind of in some of the, the vintage episodes. Um, I don't remember the exact number. We don't really, we don't, we're not great at knowing our catalog. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. I think um, we're on 80. This is 83. 83? thought it was more than that but either way uh let's just say you asked me let's say you run into me on the street and you asked me what episode eight was about i'd be like it was about episode eight i do not know (laughs) the topic sorry um because we just kind of guys we rattle these off you know i mean we we do uh our first 20 episodes i i'll just tell them i I don't think you care if i tell them this um we made our first 20 episodes in the same three-day time span um when we when we started this podcast for you guys we just we hit the ground running and it was episode one all of a sudden 20 were in the can uh we uploaded and we were live and next thing you know we had this this commitment to you guys to put something up on a regular basis we started off every week or twice a week wasn't it and then uh twice a week at one point yeah twice a week out of the gate um, we just had content for days, obviously. I mean, we had so much to tell you guys. And those of you that are still subscribing and, and uh, are not still subscribing, but are subscribed and and listen to every new episode. I mean, you know, there was just an absolute content dump and it was just gold. Uh, it still is. I mean, we still got good stuff, but Lucas and I just couldn't stop coming up with topics, you know, because we've got so many years of doing this. But what happens is you guys send us um, input on the fan pages, whether it's Instagram or the comments on the, the, uh, what are the other sites? I mean, we, we, we've got other ways to reach us. What's the one that, uh, people comment. Some people on message us. <clears throat> some people send us our, uh, they message us directly on the website and then I don't yeah. see it. Cause I don't even know how that gets there, <laughs> but, um, there's so many moving parts to this. You know what I mean? Guys, there's like, cause and Lucas handles all the production. He is the producer of the show. Let's be, let's be straight about that. Um, <laughs> I'm really in the dark. I show up, I provide my voice and spit out some knowledge at you guys. And then he takes care of all the trimming and and everything else. So kudos, Lucas, we appreciate you. Um, So yeah, it just, it just goes. But um, so anyway, somewhere in episode one through 20, we talked about um, ways in which you could um, give a description of your property that was honest and did not set improper expectations by your guests. So what's happened is we've had somebody reach out and give us some feedback and say, Hey, here's a, here's a topic I'd like you to cover. Well, we kind of covered it, but I don't mind that they delved in a little further with a little personal aspect. And so we're going to kind of repeat it and we're going to go a little deep dive here real quick. Um, Specifically, we had an individual who says, Hey, you know, I've got a property and I want to be honest in my description, which which guys, we've been over this a hundred times. Don't lay out a description full of bull crap. And he he hears us loud and clear. And he says, I want to be honest with my description, but I also don't want to hurt my chances of getting bookings if I tell them the the ridiculously transparent truth. Waterfront property, 
beautiful. I'm sure you sit on his porch, you're looking at water, you're looking at a lake, somebody water. I looks did he did he state lake, river? What what did he, did he get it's there? It's a lake. The lake. It's a okay, lake. Perfect. So here's the scenario, guys. You've got this waterfront property. You're a luxury vacation rental. It's a it's a destination people want to go to. Um, but he's told us with full transparency to us, you can't really like go out to the shoreline and just dive in. The water's full of seaweed. <laughs> it's it's kind of mucky. Um, you're yeah, you're on the water. No, you're not getting in there with your tube and just you know partying in the in the water. It's not a beachfront. Okay, now there's kind of a uh, what do you want to call it? Like a there's a happy medium there. Okay, because if he writes, "Hey, waterfront property," and he doesn't tell any more, he's going to get people who are booking. They show up and they're like, what in the heck is going on here? This is disgusting. This is a marsh. You know what I mean? Um, yep. Again, the view is probably great, right? So, like, like it's kind of like if I was at one of your condos, Lucas, and I happen to show up during inclement weather. And it's like, I can see the ocean, right? But you think I'm going to go swimming in it when there's like 10 foot waves? Probably no, it's like not. the people who are showing up this coming week. <laughs> Unless they're into surfing. Right. So and, and by better way, be. uh, Lucas has a, uh, a small hurricane bearing down on his area. That's the joke there. Um, Hur- but the- <laughs> hurricane Ian is on his way. Ian. So six months from now, people can look that up, and figure out when this was recorded. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so so like it's the same thing. Like if the ocean is not playing ball, I'm still going to get to see it. I'm going to enjoy the scenery. I'm going to enjoy the sounds of it and all that good stuff that goes with it. Right. But I'm not going to be able to dive in and enjoy it. Okay. Despite it being a beach, high tide, low tide, doesn't matter. Well, this guy's got the same scenario. I can enjoy the lakefront. I can enjoy the view. I can enjoy the scenery. There's, there's an element to that about fresh air off of a lake. You know what I mean? Um, All of that's there, but you can't dive in the water. So how exactly as a host, do you set the proper expectations? Cause that's what it's about guys. If you, if you don't tell them the truth, you're going to get bad review after bad review after bad review. I I don't know that Lucas has had a nasty scenario like this like I did, but I had, we're going to use the word urban. I had some urban listings in my past. They were in an uptown area and they were multi-unit buildings. They weren't apartments per se, but duplexes, triplexes, that kind of building. And I was in the process uh, at, at that point in time of beginning to convert my entire portfolio over to Airbnbs. Like you guys know, I'm, I'm the rental arbitration guy. Okay. I furnish them and I'm, I'm the deal. I pay the rent to the owners. Right. So I go in there, I'm optimistic. I've got all kinds of other Airbnb experience already at my own properties, which were way nicer. Okay. You know, I go in and, and of course I furnished them and put all the stuff in and I felt really proud of these things. Okay. And like our listener, I guarantee he's super proud of his house, regardless of the marsh-like atmosphere of the shoreline. Um, so you you go in wanting to promote the heck out of it and just talk all this on it, you know, this, this, I mean, not necessarily honesty, but like, like you want to pump it up. And so that's what I was doing. I was like, oh, you know, great place, good location. I'm not saying anything about negativity anywhere and so within the first couple of guests i got an absolute hard hard slap in the face like 
people were giving private feedback and being polite, but some others were putting it out in the open and they're just letting me know, you know, Hey, the windows here suck. I can't get this to work. I can't get this to work because the doors are creaky, man. The floors squeak. Um, you know, like, I mean, it's all over like, Oh, you got to jiggle the door to get the lock open guys. These are houses built like 1910. Okay. Like (laughs) stuff is not perfect. But here I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, look at this beautiful woodwork and the built-in china hutch and everything else. Look at these nice hardwood floors. All the things that your real estate agent, no offense, Lucas, I'm not picking on you. The real estate agents never talk about the crap, right? They always do this promotion thing, right? Like, Luke, Lucas, you walk into a house and you're like, okay, guys, check out this tile floor, right? I mean, <laughs> but you you don't go run the patio Most- the door and be like, you know, but by the way, this is a little sticky. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, when I first started doing that, when I have just a random buyer, sure. But if it's one of the clients that I manage for, then I am very particular about what I say. Oh yeah. That's, that's a different scenario. So, and I, again, I'm just making yeah. a joke and picking on real estate. But yeah, when I see other realtors, when they come into some of my properties, they don't talk about anything that's bad that I may know that, you know, it's kind of run down or not working so well, like some of the windows or sliders mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh my God, look at this view. Look at the flaw. And you wouldn't like, not buy it. Right. You wouldn't not buy it for those things. Yeah, correct. Yeah, as I throw a double negative on here. Sorry, grammar police. Um, <laughs> it, it's not something that would make you not buy it. it would, you'd still buy it, but it's nice to know. And it, and yes. again, it's an expectation level. So uh, like, I don't know, two months in to these new properties, um, a new type of properties in my portfolio, I, I was just getting murdered and it was dragging my entire uh, rating down. Um, so a bunch of things got learned right then. Number one, I'll tell you guys this right now. You take a property, put it online. Um, let's say you have a short-term agreement with somebody. Let's say, let's say people in your network have found out that you will Airbnb a house for someone and they're going to move away on a works assignment for a year. And by the way, this is a real story. It's happened to me multiple times. I set up the house as an Airbnb for a period of time, whether it's six months or a year, they sign an agreement, they get their monthly stipend that we, we provide them and we just run the business. Okay. So when you take these properties on, whether, you know, whether it's permanent, long-term, whatever the the agreement is with the homeowner. If you have a negative experience where for a couple months, you're getting murdered on reviews. When you delete the listing, um, that deletes the reviews. The reviews go with the listing. If you have a good experience where you have, uh, let's say it's a short-term deal between you and the owner and you get, you know, 30 reviews out of the gig and they're all good. Do not delete the listing unlisted. It will sit in your Airbnb account. It'll just hang out right there and it'll say unlisted. If you delete the listing, you lose the reviews. So totally a sidebar, but I'm making that point. So here's how I know that. I got murdered in those first couple of months with this new style of property and I needed to get rid of that. (laughs) Okay. So I have offered that advice on this podcast. I've offered it in the Facebook uh, mastermind groups where I have said, if you only a couple months into it and you're having bad reviews because things aren't going good and you want to start from scratch, just delete it and start over. It's that simple. They go away and you start over. So that's what I had to do. Here's what I did though. I went to my office. I cleaned my whiteboard off. I went through every single negative review. I, I took my pride and I took my, my, you know, bad attitude about these reviews. Cause I thought they were unfair. Boohoo. Right. And I shut that up. I got to work. I went down the whiteboard and I wrote down every negative thing someone said about the houses. Some of them I agreed with, some of them I didn't, but by the end I had to agree with all of them because it doesn't matter what I think. And so what I did is I took the descriptions of each of those properties, 
from the top, I artfully discussed the negatives. Okay, so in other words, um, the first sentence would be, uh, welcome to our two-bedroom home in uptown Minneapolis. It is a 1913 built, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so you start with that, you lead with that, and then you begin to tell about all the other things. You say, you know, um, you know, yeah, the floors are a little squeaky. Yeah, the, the beautiful hardwood floors, they are a little squeaky, but that's part of the charm. And you say that. So you see what I did there? I brought it in. I wrote it in there like a little fancy, you know, writing assignment in middle school. And I mentioned every single little thing. And I said, you know, we have AC units in the bedrooms, but some people prefer to open the windows. If you do open a window, be aware that the sash uh, on the upper half of the window can come down as well as the lower half can move up. And believe it or not, guys, that's that was a problem. People kept claiming they couldn't close the damn windows. Like, duh, sashes move, both of them, okay? There is a lot of people in this world that don't know how houses function. But it was on my list, and I just went down the list. And I'm like, da 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 here's all the negative things. You know, it's- yeah, I think this street. particular- this particular guy, you know, he had that seaweed up front, you know, on a lake, obviously out in the middle of the lake or just a little bit further out, maybe, maybe 25 yards, 50, 50 yards is, is good water to swim in. So right. He's so that people, how do you get to yeah, it? He's worried, you know, like yeah, he's he has to kayak. say, if you, you know, he's got to find a way to say, if you can get through the seaweed, you can get to the good water. But anyway, the whole episode isn't just about the guy with the lake. It's about how to give a good no, description, know. you know, so I want to be. I want to be clear about that, guys. This is, you know, and so for our guy that's, that wrote us in, one number one, awesome. Thanks for doing that. I hope you're listening. Um, so let's let's write that for him. Let's just go off the cuff here, okay? So beautiful water view or beautiful shoreline view, right? Um, and make sure, gosh, take some photos of that, dude. Um, uh, again, if you're listening, man, um, take photos of the shoreline. Show the area you're talking about um where there is all this little seaweed and and whatever's growing in there and and then maybe discuss how far away someone has to go to access cleaner water um i don't know if you have a dock did, did he say does he have a dock he didn't say he said he has kayaks and um okay like paddle boards and stuff like that for people to oh use. perfect so so listen i don't know what the depth is out there but you could say uh feel free to use the paddle board to paddle through the uh first whatever, 20 feet and clear water for days or take the pedal board to one of the areas that is a designated beach, something like that. But man, don't be afraid to tell that stuff. Um, but man, don't, don't get all ugly in the wording either. That's the point I'm trying to make here. If you're, if you're nasty in the wording, um, you, 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 you are going to hurt yourself. Absolutely. I would never have written those other descriptions to say, uh, yeah, welcome to our 1913 home. Everything is difficult to operate because it's old as dirt. Um, you know, the floors squeak. It's super annoying. Um, there's there's crack in the plasters. Try to ignore that, please. We've we've put some spackle in there. We've done our best. But, uh, you know, gosh, you know, please, please stay here anyway. I wouldn't write that. You know what I mean? That's an example of going yeah. too far. Obviously, that's super far off the deep end, right, dude? So you would just, you know, how do we say that? We church it up. But at the same time, be honest, church it up while being honest. Yeah, right. Exactly. So, you know, this is this is a writing exercise. All of you guys as hosts, it's 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 kind of a sales exercise as well. OK, um, but again, we, we've always said this. And I'm just going to repeat it for the millionth time. 
be honest at the end of the day, right? So anyway, we got on a couple of tangents there and we got a couple of little points about some review systems too, but I, I didn't mean to like get into that, but um, it's all, it's all content, right, man? <laughs> it's all content. It's all good to know. That's why sometimes our topics on these things, they're kind of irrelevant because we, we do get, we do get off of them and start giving some other nuggets there. So anyway, all right. Uh, we good to go. That's pretty much it. I don't, I don't have any more, um, any more info for, for this episode. I hope everybody got uh, as much out of it as they could. And I hope it helps them when they're writing their listings. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. As you guys all know, like, and subscribe and Hit us up if you got uh, input, and we love hearing from you guys to tell us what you would love to, you know, like to hear us talk about. Um, that feeds us. That's that's our deal. So we're here to help. It's what we do. All right. In the meantime, be the best host you can be, and go get that money. Go get that money. Thanks for listening to the Vacation Rental Insiders podcast. Please remember to rate us so other smart people just like you can find us. And hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be the best host you can be.